Hello, I'm Larry Stevenson. Welcome to Let Your Dreams Work, the weekly call where we share how individuals and organizations can harness their dreams to be more, see more, do more, have more, and give more. Dreams are all about your vision. So we've chosen this audio format so you can see your dreams taking place in your own mind as we talk, instead of imposing our vision of how your dreams should look. Tune in, listen with intent, and see yourself living your dreams, and relax into a state where your mind can freely create. If you're listening to this recording after the fact is a podcast episode, please feel free to join us live in the future so you can have your questions answered or send questions to us using the contact form on our website. Call in and URL information can be found in the show notes. Today we're going to discuss those of you who have already abandoned your New Year's resolutions because they just didn't work and invite you to let your dreams work. In December, we discussed how New Year's resolutions don't work and invited you to try our five life-changing steps to let your dreams work. Let's review some of the reasons why resolutions don't work. And as we go through them, ask yourself, have I already abandoned some of my New Year's resolutions? And if you have, ask yourself, is, are these some of the reasons that I stopped them so that you can analyze what you want to do and what you need to do for the future? So once again, are these reasons you've already abandoned your New Year's resolutions? First, the word resolution lacks motivation. It reminds us of a court or legislatures where it's herewith resolved. There's not a lot of motivation in resolution. It's a cold, legalistic term. Second, resolutions imply something that was forced upon us or imposed against our real desires. Resolutions have a tendency to become third-party rather than personal. Also, Resolutions typically consist of one sentence, very short, written in a list of equally prioritized resolutions. We make resolutions that we're going to lose weight. We make resolutions that we're going to read more. We make resolutions that we are going to get a promotion. We make resolutions that we are going to do all kinds of things, and we just list them on a piece of paper, but we leave them all with the same priority, we leave them with the same short sentence, which brings us to the next part. We attempt to keep resolutions by ourselves with no outside support. And in that isolation, we get discouraged. Ask yourself this. If you had a goal, for example, your resolution was to lose weight and you actually created a plan to do that, or your resolution was, I'm going to go to the gym more. And when you didn't go to the gym, who held you accountable? You yourself? Did you create a, a team, a, a exercise buddy, who made sure that you were going, that you could report to? If you were wanting to get a new job, did you have someone to work with you to help you outline and follow through on the actions 
when despair hits, when the rejections become too much. You see, with resolutions, we're trying to do them most of the time in isolation. Now, places like Weight Watchers, they've come up with a good idea because they have people come in and they weigh in together. But if you'll also notice, all of the Weight Watchers and the gyms and all of that, they're advertising in January and a little bit into February. And by March, the advertising's pretty much gone because they recognize most people really aren't signing up because the resolution has already passed. The failures have already kicked in. And because of those failures and the lack of support to generate new ideas, the lack of support to hold yourself accountable to someone else, that isolation causes them to just dwindle and die. Without support, failure to achieve the expected results creates despair. It creates frustration. It creates resignation. Oh, once again, my resolutions didn't come to pass. I knew they wouldn't. And we don't recognize that it's because we were trying to do it by ourselves. Ask yourself, are any of these reasons why you've already abandoned your resolutions? And that's where our model of letting your dreams work brings so many benefits that the concept of resolutions doesn't bring. So if you've abandoned your resolutions for any of the reasons that we've mentioned before, Listen to how the benefits of our model to let your dreams work resolves those problems. First, the concept of dreams lifts and excites us. Our, our eyes naturally lift heavenward when we contemplate dreams. We get motivated. Sometimes, if the dreams don't have action to follow up, then they may be unrealistic, they may be doomed to fail, but the concept of dreams elevates our soul. But as soon as that elevation kicks in, sometimes the past raises its ugly head and pulls us back down and tells us we have to keep our feet firmly planted on the ground. That's why I liked the Mary Poppins approach. Let's go fly a kite and let our dreams soar in the atmosphere with our feet firmly planted on the earth. Second, dreams, while inspired by outside observations, remain deeply internal and they reflect our personal desires. When you really begin to let your dreams work, when you generate the possibilities, they're coming from within you. You are analyzing for yourself what you want to be more, what you want to do, what you want to see, and, and what you want to have and give. Those all come from inside. And the dreams that come from inside have a much better chance of moving forward because they're generated in a positive attitude and they're generated from within us, not in a castigating way, that shames us and pulls us down. Our five-step model generates and defines an abundance of possibilities. So once again, 
we're not saying that you're going to achieve every dream you write down. In fact, we want you to generate as many possibilities as you can. But then, select one. Unless you've done this many times, then select two or three that you will work on at that moment. And as you work on them, you will restate them into a smart format. You will be specific. These aren't just one short sentence. They're longer sentences that are specific. They are defining, I will go to Paris and Marseille and Disneyland and see the Eiffel Tower and see the Versailles and see the Louvre. They're specific. They are achievable. You set things that you really can do. They are measurable. The measurement in part implies the specificity of the cities, for example. Or, for example, I will weigh X amount of pounds on such and such a date. Rather than saying, I will lose 10 pounds, and then we watch as we gain 5, lose 5, gain 10, lose 20, and going back and forth, we set a measurable goal that we will weigh this much. We measure, I will have a promotion that is one step above or in this division and earning this amount of money. We set a, a, a dream that we are going to have a specific brand of refrigerator with specific measurements that are implied in it and a certain cost that we will spend on it. In addition, our model generates that you will not only be specific and measurable and achievable, but it's relevant. Your dreams need to take you where you want to go. I remember working with a person who, who was young in his 20s, and, and I knew him very well. And he came to me one day and he says, I've decided to go into insurance. And I thought, you're a very creative person. You are someone who loves generating ideas. You are someone who loves the concept of creation. And I said to him, why are you going into insurance? And he said, because I can. I know I can do it. And I said, okay, you know you can do it. But is it something you really want to do? And it took him back. So many people will set dreams and, and dream of things that are not relevant to what they really want to do. Yes, they can achieve it. Yes, they are measurable. Yes, they are specific. But they're not relevant to the path and the journey that person wants to pursue. Finally, the SMART model says they have to be time sensitive. There should be a deadline tied into the majority of the dreams that you set. So, for example, our dream would be I want to go to France and visit Paris and Marseille and Cannes, and I want to see these specific sites. I want to go during these months in this year. I want to spend this much on it, and I am doing this because I want to do it with someone I love, to build that relationship and to build some wonderful memories. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time sensitive. And once again, we've said you're going to generate lots of possibilities. But then in our model, you're going to select one to four tops to work on at any given time. 
and you will generate action consistently for those one to four. Now, those actions are doing two to four things a month. They're things that your optimized connections are going to give you ideas of what to do. Reading from people who have already accomplished your dreams will share their insights, their do's and their don'ts, their suggestions and tips. You're going to talk to people that when you get discouraged, the model optimizes the connections by helping encourage you, by helping you to recognize You know, yes, it didn't succeed all the way, but look at the progress you made. Your optimized connections really become part of the heart and soul of this because you're not alone in this model. In our model, you are reaching out to people to get ideas, suggestions on action to take, brainstorming solutions to problems when you encounter them. Because let's face it, you're going to encounter problems. You're going to have situations arise where you tried this and you tried that and you tried that and it didn't work. And they'll give you some more ideas to keep trying. And as you try those things and you start seeing that motivation coming, not from attaboy, attaboy and just meaningless platitudes, but real suggestions, real help and real feedback, the concept of connecting in our dreams work model is what brings the power where the isolation of resolutions is what condemns it to fall apart. In your connections, you are also going to find people who have the skills and expertise that you lack, and you may hire them to do for you those things you can't do yourself, or you can't do them as well as they can. It doesn't make sense to try and learn how to be a graphic designer to create all your own graphics when you can hire someone to do it fairly inexpensively. It doesn't make sense to try and learn everything there is to know about being able to book travel when there are organizations already out there that do all the hunting for you. Hiring expertise can save you so much time and frustration. You may barter for the expertise where you're sharing your expertise to help them achieve their dreams and they're sharing theirs to help you achieve your dreams. You may learn through YouTube and other connections how to do the thing that you're wanting to do. Our model, because of this concept of connections through friends and mastermind groups and people who have achieved your dreams and just people who can give you ideas, gives you an established system of flexibility and ongoing support to pivot and adapt to the changing issues to keep you on track. Those same resources provide ongoing support. Each month, you meet and synergize with your mastermind group. And in that synergizing, each of you report, this is what I did, act consistently, since our last meeting. Here's a situation I've run into, and I'd like your feedback on it. It may be a problem. It may be an idea you have, and you'd like their feedback as a sounding board to help you figure out the ideas that you've got. And the final part of your mastermind group to synergize is, these are the four things I'm going to do between now and our next meeting to let my dreams work. 
So we've built into this model, generating possibilities, optimizing connections, acting consistently, synergizing purposefully. And the one that I skipped over is to label your limitations. And that's something that resolutions never build into their success. Everybody is going to encounter limitations that will inhibit their success. Just going to happen. Recognize that it's going to happen. Recognize that limitations are not all undesired. Some limitations we desire to put onto our dreams to allow them to be achievable. That's what the specificity and the measurement and the time sensitivity, we call these desired limitations scope. How much money are you willing to spend? How much time are you willing to put into it? How much skills are you going to need? What are the things that define that dream to make it possible? Saying, I'm going to go to France has no scope. Saying, I'm going to go to France and visit these cities and see these sites establish the scope of specificity. But you also want to make sure that you've done the research that in your scope, you've planned to go to France, not when it's peak tourism time, but also not during the rainy season. So as you're doing your dreams, as you're establishing what you want to be and what you want to see and what you want to do and have and give, you establish the scope which are the desired limitations in terms of money and time and skill and location and all of those things that allow you to see, yes, this is achievable. In addition to desired limitations, obviously, there are undesired limitations. We talk about this all the time, but that's why this model works and resolutions don't. This is why you abandon your resolutions. When you put your resolutions together, you probably didn't recognize all the undesired limitations that were going to raise their head to try and prevent you from success. Some of these undesired limitations are real, and you can make plans to get around them. You can make plans how to get the money, how to develop the skill. You can make plans how to figure in the time. You can make plans to solve the real limitations that are impeding your success, which resolutions never even address this, right? How many of you, when you did your resolutions, actually listed, these are the limitations that are going to prevent me from succeeding? Our model recognizes that. In addition to the real limitations, you've heard us talk about them, there are windmills, false limitations appearing real. These are things that we have developed from our youth and childhood many times, that experience have given us, that tell us we can't do this, or it's silly to try, or wait, wait, I don't want to do this, I want to do this, and we jump from thing to thing, or wait, I can't even start because there are too many options, there are just too many things I can't decide because what if I choose this ladder and that makes me lose this ladder? All of these things can be identified and labeled. And when you label them, you can figure out how to get around them. And resolutions doesn't even address this issue. We recognize things are going to limit us. We also recognize in our model that we're not going to let every dream work. 
Some dreams we have and we may never get to them. Some we may attempt and try and decide, oh, this is not worth it. I have a daughter, for example, who at age five was paralyzed from the chest down. She's been in a wheelchair most of her life. She's now in her 30s. When she was in her early 30s, her cousin suggested that she go rappelling. Now, once again, she has no use from her chest down. But he agreed, and she said, okay, I'll give it a try. And she went up, and she tried it. And he buckled her onto his back and started carrying her up the mountain to get up to the rappelling area. And it took about three times longer than he had thought it would take. And when they got to the top, and they got all the ropes, and they they were starting to do the push-off, they realized that, okay, first they knew, and they had planned that her legs wouldn't be able to push off. But what they had failed to realize is that not only that, when when they pushed the rope to be the push-off, her feet stayed, and so her top half dropped down, but her feet stayed high. In the process, she actually broke her knee. She made it to the bottom, thanks to her friends. But as a result, she's decided that rappelling really isn't going to be one of those dreams that she's going to pursue in the future. She's done what she's going to do, and it's over. I want to close by repeating what I said at the beginning. A natural enthusiasm and power accompanies the concept of dreams. They lift and inspire us, while resolutions don't. And that difference can make all the difference in the world. If you've already abandoned many of your New Year's resolutions, I invite you to implement the five life-changing steps to let your dreams work. Generate the possibilities to be more, to see more, to do more, to have more, and to give more. Optimize your connections to get ideas and solutions and motivation and support. Act consistently. Do something every single month. Do three or four things. Don't overburden it, but just do something and act consistently. Label your limitations and then act to overcome them or deal with them. And finally, synergize purposefully. Set up a monthly mastermind group. Set up people that you will talk to regularly to report what you have done to ask for ideas on what to do next or brainstorm solutions, and to list for them and outline the actions you're going to take in the next month. Don't feel bad if you've abandoned your resolutions. For a lot of reasons, they don't work. We invite you to let your dreams work to have a great 2022. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Larry Stevenson. And what are you going to do this week to let your dreams work?